0: Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy directly online and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please, click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. It takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show.
1: Hi, I'm Marlene Mandrell, and you're listening to Straight Hustling. And I hope you're listening to my new single, We Will Stand. To change all our life And make us fear each coming day But a. All
0: right, Straight Hustling's back with Dick, Darren, and Stu. Hey, how's it going? Doing this on uh, Money
2: Mike's working day. Can't make it. Hey, you know, it's got to get out there and keep hustling. Yeah. We just got our hustle on today and got down here. Yeah, Mike always laying out on
0: us. But anyway, we got Earlene Mandrell coming on here. Remember her from the Mandrell sister show it used to be on TV. It was a real popular show. They had over
2: 40 million viewers a week. Yeah. That's, so, right. Back
0: that, then, that's... Huge, thing, a strong, huge. Yeah. strong two
2: year run. Uh, listen, that was like the last popular variety show that was on TV, was it? Yeah, it's uh, it was nice, and, you know, they go back a long way, Dick. You think back to the, the old Hendersonville Chapel, Arlene used to play the drums there. Oh, yeah, man, back, yeah, I know she back, plays
0: the drums, that's cool. Yeah,
2: back when she. I'm back when we first met, man. That's <laughs> been a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. We'll have to get her on here and see if she's still playing
0: the drums and maybe she can uh bring a show back. We can get our own show with Mandarill Straight Hustle get it on. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know what channel that would come on, but <laughs> Hey well there's a bunch of them out there now. We'll find yeah. one of them that work. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the uh CM CMT one. Is that what it is? CMT? Yeah, that'd be
2: cool. that's, a, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we got shoot for the big one. I, I was like a thinking of a YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I doubt she's gonna want to do a YouTube channel with us. So let's get her on the phone, see what she's got new. see She's got some new music and what's going on with the mandrels. What's up, Erlene? Get your hustle on. Hello.
1: Hi. Is this Dick?
0: Yeah, this is. How you doing, is this Erlene? Yeah, I did. So how you doing today? I got myself, Dick, and also Stu with me. How's it going, Erlene.
1: Okay, going great. Uh, so, where are are you guys in Nashville?
0: Our studio is right outside Nashville, right off twenty four.
1: Because I noted, yeah, I noticed the number was a six one five.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, we're close. Actually, actually live in Hendersonville.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, not too far.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I'm in Hendersonville.
0: We could have came out and done the show live there at your place, <laughs> shot some guns, and
1: that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, what's been going on new with you?
1: Um, well, you know, as you know, I'm sure you, I just came out with my first record ever because other than, uh, I kind of shipped out a, a Christmas song a couple of times, but as far as just getting in and recording and putting out a single, I really wasn't, um, that wasn't where I was focused at, you know, I was doing more spokesperson stuff and, and different things after he but I just started doing a lot with the military and my family and I, we've always been close. With the military, so it came up about doing a CD. That's I'm like, yes, I want to do that. And uh, I've heard some great songs. And with the single, when I heard the lyrics to that, it just well, actually, it made me cry. And I just related to the words so much. And it turned out the uh, well, the writer is from Nashville, air uh, the area, Eric Horner, and he said that he wrote it the night the towers fell. And he said about fifteen minutes because he just kept writing because of his emotions were right there. And I and I guess that's what I heard in the song and hopefully put it across the same way because I do get into the words so much.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you gotta Have you guys
1: listened to it yet?
0: No, I haven't. When did it come out?
1: Huh? It's been out for uh well it came out just at the beginning of June.
0: Begin of June. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well.
1: so um it's, it was great with the uh, Memorial Day and the 4th of July and stuff because it is a patriotic song.
0: So is it a whole album or is it just a couple singles? We're
1: working on the album. Okay. So we've got a few cuts done, but I'm actually just working on another single out of it, um, coming out pretty soon because this one's been out for a while and we decided it was a good time to do it. And it'll be a, it'll still be military because it is a, um, album. It's actually an album that I, I feel that it's about country, family, god and dedicating it to the military
0: oh man that's awesome we uh we had uh daryl worley on here a few days ago and he does a lot of the same stuff like that you guys need to hook up and do a song
1: yeah it'd be great actually quite a few people now are are coming out with some you know and i know that i always think back to lee greenwood coming out with god bless the usa being amazing and wonderful right Um, yeah but I think a lot of, a lot more people are realizing, and it maybe with the commercials and things going on with the different things like Wounded Warrior and stuff, that people are starting to get about how important the military is and how they need recognition. You know, that they sometimes don't get that coming back. My fiance is a producer of the whole album, the song I was going to say, but, um, Pat Holt, and he's a vet, he's an Air Force vet, and then Barbara's husband was Navy, and my dad was Navy. And so, you know, people have had military in their family, their heart's there, you know. But a lot of people don't understand, you know. So I think it's great. The more, the more, the more music, and the, you know, the more that people do for the military, I just think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, it sure is, man. Them guys are out there letting us do what we what we're able to do here. So, man. Yeah. And, give it back and, to them. Yeah,
1: it's it is. Why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Uh, we noticed a lot of. uh you know a lot of uh, musicians are doing that nowadays. They're actually you know doing some songs for the military and contributing money to like the wounded warrior and everything so that that's real cool and then of course, the guys that are over there you know in the military, they're listening to the music too, so and it helps out all the way around so they
1: know they're appreciated yeah. yes, and also being you being in the national area um I don't know if you're familiar with the stand down program, but I'm gonna be able to be honorary chair. And I wish right now I knew the date. I know it's in August. I'm going on the 6th, uh, the 7th and 8th. I'm doing a thing called Jurassic classic. That's in Ohio. And that's just a big, uh, a, a, I call it a redneck festival because it's just like, I fit in so well, but, um, everybody's just partying and having a great time. A lot of great music. I know low cash has been there quite a few years in a row. And one year Charlie Daniels was there and this would be my 11th year to be part of it. But, um, I'm going there and that's cool too, because that's one weekend for adults that, um, they're winning prizes and just having a good time and hearing music, but to raise money the rest of the year, the, um, the whole facility that's called Jurassic classic, but it's the, uh, white, uh, what is it? Whitetail, uh, federation, but yeah. it's to raise money to have kids, a lot of inner city kids that don't get a chance to come and fish and learn about, um, uh, shooting or whatever in the proper manner and, um, just being in the outdoors. You, you know, a lot you, of them don't have that at all.
0: You said you need a date to go with you. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> well, I am a but it is a fun event. You guys would love it.
0: Yeah. And, um, I think it's August it, 6th and, and 7th. And,
1: so I do that one, and then I know that after that sometime is the stand down program. I don't know exactly the date on that, uh, cause I'm not looking at it. It's on, my, my website has been down because it's under construction, and, uh, so if you go to it, it's, it's, it's not really got anything new posted. As a matter of fact, we're tearing things off of it, but if you go to my Facebook, Erlene Mandrell Official dot com, um, not, I guess not, Erlene Mandrell Official Facebook, that it will have um, the dates for the stand-down and about Jurassic and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, the anyway, Jurassic, the, the, really the stand-down
1: cool. being around Nashville, you it might that raises money for a lot of the veterans that don't have the money to have a home and stuff like that, and it's a really good program. Oh, also.
0: cool. We'll definitely have to check that out. That sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, it's local for you guys. You might want to come to it.
0: Yeah, I don't like flying either, so that would be great to be local.
1: Do you not? Cause I, you know, I have a daughter that will, but she doesn't like it and my mom didn't like it. Uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: My my mom taught Louise bass cause she didn't really want to fly and go overseas. Louise and I were too young and it actually, um, it started with Barbara was playing for my, with my dad's band and they traveled all over during Vietnam. Not, not USO really. They traveled to places that a lot of the military did have, um, entertainment, you know, except for them coming in. The places were a little more dangerous and stuff like that, but, Mom said she was on shoppers that had had, I hate to say that, but there was blood and had been fired at and had carried men in and stuff. And a lot of that. she, I, I don't know if that's why she doesn't like to oh, fly. Yeah. Wow. But I would think that that might be a part of it.
0: I don't like to fly because I'm a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to stay on the ground, something I can control.
1: Well, you know, that's a good reason. But I I, I get on the plane and I fall asleep, you know. And I just, I've had people say, are you afraid so you put yourself to sleep? I'm like, uh, no, that's not it. I just it's a good time to sleep. I've traveled on the bus growing up, and because uh, I was a drummer for Barbara when I was 11, it started. uh I started on the road with Barbara, and and it just with the bus moving, it just puts you to sleep, and you get, yeah. you get to the next gig faster, you know. You it seems like right. anyway. So I get on traveling, and I just sleep.
0: See, so still people
1: sometimes, huh?
0: You still play the drums at all anymore now?
1: Um, I have gotten a chance once in a while, we were putting a, a couple things together. My kids play music and sing and they're singing on this uh, background on the song and stuff. And, and so we put some things together and there was some drum. Usually when I play drums on the show, it'll be like a solo and that's it, yeah. you know, to just kind of go back and show off. But I, this is a, this is pretty intricate and fun. I I would love to play on this and my son plays drums, so I give gave him the chance to go up and singing and I played and every time I do something like that I'm I I love it and I'll practice before I do it but I'll get through and I'm like I've got to keep this up I love this (laughs) and get back in the woodshed and you know that never happens because you really only work on the thing that's the next thing coming up right yeah you know it's like I gotta focus on this I don't have time for that but I do love it do you play
0: Oh, man, I wish. I wish. I, I don't play anything, and, and we've had a couple people on here. I've been trying to pick maybe different instruments maybe that I could handle, and they just keep shooting me down. I've tried. said, well, maybe I can do the uh, cowbell, and someone said, no, nope, that's too hard for you. So I was like, dang, <laughs> like, can't do the tambourine. And they're like, no, you're not going to be able to do that either. So I don't know. I'd love to be able to play the piano. That would be really cool. One of these days. Well,
1: I would like to be able to play piano. What? My dad. My dad was so great, and I don't know how long we can talk, because I need to, you know, just keep telling long stories, but my dad played rhythm guitar in front of him, and stuff like that. But he, uh, and he's passed away now, but he had a few open heart surgeries and back when it was a little harder to do, you know, <laughs> to have done. Now you can go in and they just advance so much, but, um, and, and it was so cool because if you're in Nashville, they had, back when still Baptist Hospital, they had the Mandra Heart Center. Yeah. It was named that. after not my, not Barbara, but after my dad because they saved his life so many times. But one time when he was in there, he did the old joke, but the, being dad and in the music business, I mean, he was really got the nerves, you know, he, she's just like, how are you, you know, doing? You're going to be, Line and everything. He goes really. Will I be able to play the piano? And she said, Yes, Mister Mandrell, you will be. And she goes, Great. You know, I've always wanted to be able to play the piano. And she fell for it. But it, it's the old joke, and it was <laughs> cute that he did that. But.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing you play the drums many, many years ago, Arlene. Uh, you used to play. You used to play a Sunday morning gig called the Hendersonville Chapel.
1: Oh, did you go there?
2: Yes. Yeah, we both did. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness, I love. That bringing tears thinking back. I loved Mike Nelson, the He future. was Anyone so listening awesome that didn't oh, know Mike, boy. amazing man. He was so incredible. Yeah. Did you guys just love him?
2: You yeah. Gave, you gave yeah. me chicken skin just mention his name. I haven't heard from him a I long know. time. I Huh? I
1: don't
0: know how he's doing. I haven't been disconnected. He, I haven't heard uh, from him in a long he, time. I know
1: this interview. He passed away. Oh, okay. About um. I want to see it was about 20 years ago. Wow.
0: I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought you said it, I he had had, back. he had
1: had some liver. I think it was liver, but he had transplant and it didn't work. But, um, we, we know he, he's with God. You know, he's just, he was, he was one of those preachers, you know, anyone listening that just, he loved everybody as they were. It did not matter. He just, uh, yeah. he's like, don't bring him into the church and say, God loves you as you are, and then try to change him the next week. You yeah. Just let him go and let him be. he got that. There a lot he of cool
0: people from that yeah. there back of the church. Billy Sprague, I remember him from there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you ever remember? There was him? another
1: Billy um, 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 Blackwood.
2: Yeah.
1: He was there. He was one of, he used to, he was pretty young. He'd get up sing all his songs that he was writing and get up and sing them there. and It, it was incredible. And, uh, it was really cool how things come out. But my, my youngest daughter that's 19, Christina, had, um, her girlfriend. And I didn't make the connection till one day, cause I've got this old H3 that <laughs> can go in the snow. And I was taking her home and got visited. And she, and it turned out that was Billy Black. That is Billy Blackwood's daughter. And she goes, well, I said dad said hi. And I, said, I didn't make the connection. She goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah he used to go to Hendersonville Chapel and that thing. I go, I know, I remember. And it was so funny. And so, of course, I'm even closer to her now because, uh, you know, knowing the connection. But, um, yeah, it's a small world. And, yeah. and that was great times.
0: I remember, though, you promised me free drum lessons. I never got them.
1: Oh, well, it's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you know, I, I would give them to, uh, kids, uh, friends' kids and say they want to get started in different, you know, and they could be kids from middle school and age and stuff like that. And so many of them have rhythm and they would be good. But I finally, my son, Said, "Mom, just show me some things on the drums." And what was funny was, I had him in—he was in uh, in middle school playing in the marching band—and I discouraged him from playing drums because I said, "You're going to learn a little bit about—you know—you won't be playing the whole set. And if you're going to learn music now, take the chance to learn." Not just drum music, but, you know, about scales and playing, mm-hmm. and I wish I had, and play a wind instrument to help you with breathing if you ever want to sing and all that. So, he played the saxophone, and he was pretty good, oh, but wow, he cool. didn't love it, and he wouldn't practice, and he didn't like it. One day, he goes, Mom, you know, show me some drums. And I'll tell you, it was weird, and maybe, I, I say it's because you already knew saxophone, but. I, I taught him all I knew in a day and then he moved on. He became cool. a great drummer and, uh, he played in what later was a performer's band in high school and he had to audition and only could have only one drummer and it was the whole set. He did get that. So, um, you know, sometimes start on another instrument. I started on drums because I didn't want to sit there and learn. Scales and learn certain things that you could learn a, a lick on drums and put it to whatever music and yeah. just listen to the music. And I, it's kind of a shortcut.
0: That's fun so, to beat but, on you know, stuff. It's good.
1: <laughs> it's good to start on a, on a, yeah, when well, you're talking about piano or, or something like that, I think. I didn't, you know, and, and, uh, you always think I could anytime. It's never too late to stop. Yeah.
0: That's what I always wanted to play was drums, but man, I don't know. I don't think my wife would let me get a drum set in the house now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
1: that. yeah, you can. Now they have electric drums. But <laughs> when I was learning drums, and I was like nine or something like that, and we were in California still, and I finally got a lick I'd been working on, and Barbara's uh, now husband Ken um, had showed me some things, and I worked on it, worked on it all day, and I ran into the kitchen where Louise and Mom were. And I said, aren't you glad I finally got that lick? Isn't that great? And they took the cotton out of their ears and looked at me and they said, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> they probably uh, could still hear me. I'm sure they were just, you know, playing with me, but it helped, I'm sure.
0: The next, the next show you do where you do a solo, you need to light those sticks on fire and come in there and really get in the show.
1: <laughs> so she, well, it's kind of like Louise plays the fiddle and at the end of the, uh, Black Mountain Rag or whatever she's playing, at the end, then the uh, they had that trick, I guess it's a trick bow or fiddling it, and it shoots fire out and all yeah. that when she was doing her show, so yeah, it's good, it's entertaining,
0: oh yeah, man, well, that's very cool that your uh, your whole family's in the music and you know you're passing it down, so that's that's really awesome,
1: oh, I love it, well, you know, I missed so much being with the sisters because we had a lot of fun, and we still get together, but we're all. Barbara's been retired for like 17 years, and Louise is working on a different project that's great. I'll, I'll tell you about in a minute. But playing and singing with the kids—we so go in there and we do the parts and stuff—and it, it's such a wonderful feeling, you know. It, it's like getting to be when I was with the sisters; it was so wonderful because it was fun having the show and stuff. But you know, when you as a parent, when you're working with your kids, that's an incredible feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's sure right. Awesome.
1: But Louise, who reminded me of that, is working on, uh, she can now talk about it because it's official, but she had done um, Calamity Jane, a dinner show, and she kind of got the character that she wanted to do when she did her show in uh, Pigeon Forge. She added Lou the Mailman, very Southern. It was a cute routine, and she had that real Southern, Southern um, personality on that. So when she did, in California, Calamity Jane, at a dinner show, and they added shows. They do a couple a night, and was there longer. And she, she was happy. She just had such a great time. And so later, she decided that she wanted to go ahead and take that on the road. So she's working on putting that all together now, and it's it's going to be out next year. So anybody listening get a chance to see her. I know it's going to be great because I got to see the other show, and she's only added to it. So that's oh, what yeah. she's doing.
0: Oh man, it's cool. Everybody's doing some cool stuff. Then everybody's staying busy.
1: It is. It's wonderful. It's a really good time.
0: So we like to do a lot of shooting down here. So it sounds like you do a lot of uh uh shooting and things too, right?
1: Yeah, for a few years I went off, and that's pretty much all I was doing. So I came back and and hosted a show and decided oh, I miss the music so much. But um I do a lot of – well, not a lot. Not a lot to get – I don't do enough to get really, really good. <laughs> but, you know, when there's benefits to the shotgun shooting and stuff like that, I like to go do that. Um did one, I think it was the first of, uh, around spring or something, went off and did one here at the Nashville Gun Club that they call it something else now, like the Tennessee Clay and Target Complex. But same place, Nashville Gun Club. And um, it, it was great. It was so much fun. And I didn't embarrass myself. I did okay. <laughs> and so, you know, that's what I care about. And that and the charities. And, and it's all fun. So is that what you guys do, shotgun sport?
0: Well, we just, uh, we got a little spot down here where we can shoot at where our studio is. So, yeah, we just like to pretty much shoot up everything. Shotguns,
2: rifles, pistols. We're, we've tried the clays, but we just, I can't seem to hit those. Do you need a 357 or a 22 to hit those? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you want something that really expands. <laughs> sometimes we'll put them. You really, need quite a few pellets. You know, like I'm always at 12 gauges. I like give me all the pellets I can get.
0: Sometimes we'll put them big, um, uh, uh, artillery fireworks on the sling on the thing and throw it out there and shoot some of them. That's kind of exciting. But yeah.
1: Oh, that's fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you must be, I I got to do, I never did the big out, but I was in Gallatin. It was just outside the city limits. And back then I could go in the backyard and get a, you know, probably just a 22 rifle, but get a little more accurate, you know, and with the rifle and, and, uh, handgun, cause we did some of those three man, um, um three-gun thing? What well, was got three-gun thing, yeah. yeah. And so um, it, that was fun, and it was always on the level that I liked because of being a celebrity, I never really had to compete on the real professional level because, oh, my gosh, just to step back and watch. When they're hitting the uh, metal targets that fall down with a handgun, they're playing tunes. I mean, it would be like, ba-da, ba-da, It's just, like, incredible. Yeah, so, those guys are
0: amazing. Um
1: it wasn't that level? But you guys practicing all the time. You you probably are.
0: Oh, well, we're not very good. We, like I said, safety's not always the first thing. So <laughs> we get a little uh, carried away down here. Maybe it's not always trying to hit the targets. Maybe the little, little. Well, you
1: know what? My my oldest daughter Vanessa. Um, she what she's doing now is she's signing people up. Uh, it's a handgun. Uh, it's uh, no, it's a firearms online firearms course.
0: Oh that's awesome and
1: then they sign up and get a degree, so she's talking to all uh everybody all the time and uh and uh she's loving that because she loves to shoot and stuff like that too so it's it's a fun job for her other than yeah. singing and teaching ballroom dancing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah we're, so,
1: very well rounded
0: <laughs> yeah man, all that we I've been shooting all my life, and we joke around on a lot a lot, but man yeah, you could definitely need to have some training and know what you're doing because one one you just you know you don't want to be fooling around and it only takes one accident so we
2: joke around a lot but we uh it's serious it's fun but we with the
1: safety and and it's also really good to be practicing your handgun you right. yeah. if you're going to carry yeah you know whenever i started with sporting clays because we started that uh sporting clays. um well yeah trapping sporting clays here in nashville um, for the Boy Scouts. And that was a long time ago, cause I think that was like 20 years ago. Got me started with the sporting Clays, but I was practicing handgun. And she's like, you're going to, uh, need to practice, uh, shot with your shotgun. You know, I'm doing this event and, I, and you're in it. And I, I, I am, <laughs> you mean the moving targets <laughs> like, saying, and I got to hit one of those. <laughs> and once you hit a few and break a few, you get hooked.
0: Yeah, man. That's all fun. Yeah. How about, uh, I have to ask you about your hee haw days.
1: You know, I, I still have a few contacts that I just love. Still get to see Pamela Bello, who was a creator. He's out in California, but got to talk to him on the phone the other day and see him. And I see Lulu and Victoria Hammond and, and Diana Goodman. And oh, very yeah. seldom, but once we all get to see Misty. But we stayed friends. You know, I, I was on the road for high school and it was, this is a really good reunion for me when I, you know, we had a, Heehaw reunion got to see so many people. Unfortunately we've lost a lot of wonderful people that were on Heehaw. Yeah. Um, Miss Minnie and George Lindsay and, and the Hagers used to come oh, shoot yeah. with us.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, they were so funny. Together they were just watching a routine. Constantly, <laughs> you know, they were always on such good people.
0: That's what I was gonna uh, say.
1: Heehaw was fun. It was the easiest job I guess I've ever <laughs> had. Came out came from doing a show that we worked <sighs> You know, I learned a new drum solo every weekend a dance, and I wasn't a dancer, and then memorizing scripts, script. And, um, you know, it was a lot of work, but we loved it. Into going into, no, you don't need to take anything home and learn it. We don't want you to read the jokes. We want your reaction when you first try to figure out what's funny about them, I guess. <laughs> and then so many of those looks like you read it right, and then you just kind of look like, Where's, is that the joke? Do you guys hear all the motors going by? There must be... I'm on Old Hickory Lake, you know, on the cliff at the house and, and, and looking down, it's all these big, like, um, uh, 388 skater, uh, v-holes and all of them are the same. They're once in a while, I guess once a year, they have a, maybe a poker run. Oh, and yeah. They're just constantly going by. So I don't know if you guys are hearing no, that. No, no,
0: I can't hear it. You waving to all of them?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's big. I mean, it's pretty loud motor. They're, they're great. Oh, yeah. Nice, um, uh, Race boats, and it's it's fun to watch them. But I thought, boy, that's why I seem to talk louder once in a while <laughs> they're no, going by. you? Perfect. I you can't can't hear hear him, but you hear me getting louder.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're on one of the boats doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but... your
1: phone. I already live. I already live up there, and people on my Facebook could remember. It's about um it a month ago or so, and I posted that my phone was stolen. We're up on the cliff, and and so for. I moved in, I sold my house and moved in with my mom and the girls moved in and my, cause my dad had been, you know, had passed away a few years. And, and so even before I moved in years when my dad was there, mom feeds the raccoons every night. I guess it's okay to say, but they come up, you know, and they eat on this rock wall that's over them. And so one day I was out working outside and, and one came up in the daytime. I went in to get him some food and I came back and my phone was gone. And I said the bandit, little bandits, got my phone. <laughs> I don't know which one did it. He was wearing a mask, and they, you know, <laughs> I'm wearing masks. But um, yeah, they just stole my phone. So no wonder they call them bandits.
2: <laughs> and then people
1: were posting on Facebook like, "Well, that explains these strange uh texts that I've been getting." Yeah. We had a couple of close-ups of these <laughs> raccoons and no, all kinds of things posted. It was fun. Yeah.
2: Oh man. So,
1: Anyway, it's fun living here. You know, we have that, and then the barges come by, and we do wave at the barges, and they'll their lights. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved out there at Old Hickory Lake. I have, used to have a boat and used to go out there all the time, but now I'm just working all the time, so I need to get back well, to having some Well, it sounds like you're fun. working
1: and shooting. Now, you know, <laughs> I miss the shooting in the backyard, but, you know, the lake makes up for it. You guys can go out and shoot all the time, so that's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shot out there at the lake a few times. Don't tell nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we won't
0: mention it. <laughs> All right, and hey, we got a thing we do called, uh, just like we call the hustle round. We just ask you some questions that uh doesn't really make any sense. But if you wanna, you just throw whatever comes to your mind. It's, you wanna do that with us? It's back to your heehaw days. <laughs> this is
1: dangerous. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: like the heat days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, uh, like my whole life.
0: <laughs> All right. If you're president tomorrow, what's one of the first things you would do?
1: I would start helping the military, I think, figure out the budget where I could put more into the military and add military instead of letting them go and and help them with their benefits.
0: All right. Yeah, that sounds good. And who would you make your vice president?
1: Um, Marco Rubio. All
0: right. All right.
1: Cool. <laughs> he's cute, too. I'm engaged, but, you know, we know that he's cute. Okay. <laughs> and smart. And smart. And I like his policies, so. All right.
0: What's your favorite vacation spot, besides where you're at right now?
1: I like the beach. It could be almost anywhere on the beach. I love that, right. as long as it's warm.
0: Yeah. That sounds good. I need to take me a vacation to the beach. All right. I know you do a lot of comedy things. You used to do a lot of comedy stuff. So do you have a favorite comedian?
1: <laughs> well, that's catchy because right now my – uh Ola's daughter is also doing stand-up. Her name's Vanessa. She goes by Mandrell. Her middle name's Mandrell. Vanessa Mandrell. lawyer. But, um, whew, I love so many of them, but yeah, not really a favorite other than her.
2: No, no, she's your I favorite. She's
1: just really funny, you know. I guess I go with him. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> All right. So what is your favorite gun to shoot? Do you have one of them?
1: Well, if we're doing shotgun right now, I'm loving because it's helped my game, the XL, at the Beretta. And I have a, as far as a handgun, I have a little handgun as a woman. It's easier con- to conceal. And it's called, um, uh, now I'm not thinking of it. It's a Smith and Wesson. It's a, oh, the bodyguard? C80. it's called the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. Bodyguard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a nice gun. All right. We're going to put you on, you're stranded on an island. You got one person you got to choose to be with you. Going to be Willie Nelson, Daryl Worley, Chuck Norris, Big Smo, or Ted Nugent? No, Marco marco <laughs> Rubio. We didn't throw him in there. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, all right.
1: Ted, Ted Nugent, I already know how to hunt, so I can hunt on my own and cook. But Chuck Norris, you know, you might run out of ammo with Ted Nugent and bows, but Chuck Norris, you know, he can do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, he can fight your way out of there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Which sister are you most likely to get arrested with?
1: Me? Barbara <laughs> and Louise would both say me. <laughs> so, so you're, I know
0: the, bad so you're the bad one. So you're the bad one. Okay.
2: <laughs> like we said, they make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, kind of, that's kind of good. We know who the rebel is now.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're too. Per- they're perfect. They're wonderfully perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you could star in any motion picture right now, who would you like to star with? Any actor that uh, you could pick. Actor, actress, actor, actress, yeah.
1: Oh, that's hard. And I watch movies, but I only know the characters in the movie cuz I get so into it. Um <laughs> mm, I don't know. I gotta say, I just don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Give me somebody. Hmm. Um, well, there was somebody that was born on my birthday. Exactly, with blue, pretty blue eyes, and he may not be as in many movies right now. Uh, he was the original Mad Max.
2: Oh, uh, Gibson. Mel yeah, Gibson. Mel Gibson.
1: Yeah, Mel Gibson. Okay. And, and he may not be doing as many movies right now, but that's.
0: All the ones he does makes a ton of money, so that might not be a bad one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he seems to be really nice.
0: (laughs) Oh, shoot. All right. Your favorite Nashville podcast.
1: It is you guys. Straight hustling. (laughs) Definitely you guys.
0: All right. That's very cool, man. Hope to see you around uh, Hendersonville sometime. Maybe we'll catch you at some of the shows here in Nashville. uh, or or
1: out of the gun club you never go to the gun club to shoot do you
0: no we're always here shooting
1: (laughs) well come up come up and say hi okay yeah you need to come
0: out to the headquarters and shoot with us you can teach us some things
1: well no it sounds like i can go there and shoot some really good guns so that'd be fun yeah you teach me (laughs) all right you guys take care and thanks so much You thank you very much bye-bye bye-bye
0: all right right, that's the show early mandrell on straight hustling very cool had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Sounds like she's got a lot of stories she could just sit and talk about and tell you from all over the years. So yeah, man, she's got a lot of cool stuff. She's got this, uh, uh I thought it was Deer Classic, but she was calling it something else. So I'm not sure what it exactly, what we'll to go look at her Facebook. She's got a lot of charity stuff going on. So check her Facebook out. Her website's getting ready to be uh, revamped. So that'll be coming soon. And we'll see if we can get her to do a Mandrell Sisters Straight hustling show. That'd be nice. You know,
2: it's <laughs> kind of nice when you can uh, talk to somebody like this and realize you had a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah, that's actually right. seeing yeah, that's her actually. years ago in a less formal atmosphere, but still remember it.
0: Yeah, man. So she's got a lot of cool stuff going on. She's got an album coming out. Like I said, she does a lot of good stuff with the troops and charity stuff. So make sure you check her out. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Stu, tell them where they can get all this information at.
2: Hey, y'all be sure to check out straighthustlin.com. It's w w w s t r tr the number eight. H-U-S-T-L-I-N dot com. Uh it's if you found us on Twitter. I mean, excuse me, if you found us somewhere else. Be sure to check us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, post, let us know what's going on. Uh iTunes has the uh, the podcast going right to us, so Listen to them, go to our website, buy a t-shirt, and see what's going on.
0: Leave us some comments. Tell us how much you love us. And if you ain't hustling, you ain't living, we're out till next time.